Welcome to The Driven Entrepreneur, where we sit down with visionaries, trailblazers, and entrepreneurs, and discover why and how they do what they do. We'll get the backstory, plus plenty of life and business lessons along the way. Here's your host, Matt Browning. Hey, welcome back to The Driven Entrepreneur. It is Matt Browning, and I am here another day, another week of love and life, of living with my family, of doing what I'm called to do, and I know you're doing the same thing. But of course, you don't want to just know about me. What you want to know about is how you can also get ahead, how you can also do more of what you want to do, and even smarter, more efficiently. You know, I've been having struggle lately in the last week with my CRM, my customer relation management software. Now, I don't know if I want to name the name. You know what? I will. It's Infusionsoft. And it's one of the big dogs out there. And they do a lot of things for us and, and, and for the company. But I'm what I want to do today is I have a very special guest um, who's <laughs> we've been chatting uh, before we went to the tape and we should have been recording this. Just a, a brilliant, brilliant man. Um, really, really kind individual and has done it all. He sold his first business by 40. Um, instead of retiring, he's gone off to to start more and to, to grow uh, current enterprises. He's the pioneer creator of CRM Solutions, a noted speaker on topics like social media's effects on sales and marketing. And he's pioneered some new relationship management software uh, as a co-founder of Goldmine Software. It's one of the early innovations of CRM. Uh, and marketing automation. So these are, you know, we'll get into all that, of course. And his most recent venture today is Nimble. It's a leading social sales and marketing CRM. Um, he's recognized on Forbes, Wall Street Journal, uh, USA Today, Bloomberg Business, and on and on in the New York Times, NBC News. You've seen him everywhere. His name is John Ferrara. And he's also really, really into lineage and history of people. He told me more about my family than I knew. John, welcome to the show. Matt, thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to join you and your community for a conversation. I really believe at the heart of everything that we're here on this planet to grow our souls. And we do that best by helping other people grow theirs. So anytime I have an opportunity to have a conversation, to inspire and educate others about achieving their dreams in life is a good day. I, I couldn't agree more. And today has been a great day. Um, and you are, you're, you're on the final interview of the day because we'll sometimes, you know, I, I like to stack some, some of those things. So I got all the time in the world. I want to get into this with you. Um, first thing is when you came on the show, we didn't even start recording and you said, oh my gosh, it's so good to see you. And you started telling me about my family. First off, how did you stalk me? Why? And <laughs> I was so entertained. Um, Tell me your philosophy of that, because I've never started a conversation with, did you know about your great-great-grandfather? Well, man, I, I believe that people buy from people that like, know, and trust, and that it's your job to uh, get to know somebody and what their business is about uh, before you engage with them. At the very least, when you do engage with them, I taught people in the old days to look at people's walls, look at the books they read, the degree of the school they went to, the knickknacks they collect when uh, you go in their office. You do that in order to find areas of commonality that you could then share with that person in order to build some intimacy and trust and break the ice. And then they'll open up to you about their business issues, which as a professional, you can then solve. Let me ask you a question, Matt. Do you start a business conversation with, did you, did you sign that contract yet? Or do you start uh, it never. with, 
Uh, good morning, good afternoon, good day. How's the weather out there? How about them Dodgers? Or, you know, what, whatever whatever it is to sort of warm things up. And And so what I do before a meeting is in the old days, I used to Google somebody. Today, I nimble them. Nimble is our software that automatically maps somebody's background and lets me walk in their digital footprint. And I, I, I became fascinated with your name. And because I love history and ancestry, because I learned so much, I looked it up and I saw that it was from uh, Westphalia in Germany and that your family came over in the uh, late 1800s into Ohio. And so I thought I'd share that with you because it's an area of my passion. And I thought you might dig it. Mom, dad, if you're listening right now, uh, is this real? Is this, is this what we're looking for? Because I never heard the, the Westphalian, Westfall, Westphalian. Uh-huh. Yeah. I never heard that part. Now, I, I know my, my, my grandfather's grandfather, so five generations, and that's right about the right time frame, uh, came over from Germany. But that's just cool stuff. So mom, dad, um, snopes me right now and let me know if this is accurate. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty cool stuff. So you said something really interesting. I want to get right to that. You said, I, you, I used to Google people. Now I nimble people. Um, clearly, I think, I'm sure we all understand the power of social media which is not just because it used to be one way dissemination, right? Where there's everyone has a website or multiple websites and it's information I put in that goes out, but you don't interact back. Now we have social media platforms, the major ones, of course, out there where you can watch the interactions back and forth. You can have interactions back and forth and you can build relationships. For me, my biggest struggle straight up is now I feel like I have to be on all these platforms. I need to get people's email addresses and build my database and communicate with them via email and they don't open the emails. And then just recently, that's why I said Infusionsoft, I had a big issue with, um, there were some spammers that um, like spam opted into our, one of our websites with real email addresses, but fake names. And then we sent out an email broadcast and there was too big of a spam count because of those people and it shut it down. So I'm like, okay, I got to get emails. But then I know I need to be active on Instagram and I know I need to be on Facebook and I know I need to be connected on LinkedIn. And now I have 50 different places to go. Um, is this what you saw? What do we do about it? What's your take on this whole landscape really before we get to solutions? What's your take on the landscape of business today? Well, I, I since I actually invented Outlook and Salesforce before either existed with Goldmine, which was the first program back in the DOS days in 89, they integrated email, contact, and calendar in one unified team tool so that no matter who picked up the phone, they could see who the person is, what's happened, who's done it, what's going to happen, who's going to do it, and be able to follow up and follow through. That's ultimately the key to business because I think that uh, it's the basics that wins games and most people fail to do the basics. And so forget about all the social media stuff. Let's just talk about basic contact management. You could only manage in your head about 100 to 200 people at one time. It's called the Dunbar Limit. And most people's network number in the thousands, if not more. And so how... Well, I think you're being real generous too with the 100 to 200 people in my head. <laughs> yes. And, and, so, and so as a business person, how do you stay top of mind with your prospects, with your customers, and ideally with their trusted advisors, their influencers um, uh, in today's world? And you're not going to do it via email. You know, I mean, I, if I showed you my inbox right now, it would blow your mind. I've got 400,000 unread emails in my inbox. And so sending me an email is, is, is really pointless. And so you need to somehow be able to 
listen and engage on whatever channel your customers, your prospects, and their influencers are having conversations in. And today, they're having them in places like Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And, uh, and so, the, if you're listening to this today and you want to achieve your passion, plan, and purpose in life, you need to set up an identity in the places where people have conversations, ideally things like Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. You need to have a great picture where people can see your eyes because that's how they connect through your heart and your soul. And you need to start sharing content about how you might help other people become better, smarter, faster. Don't talk about yourself. Don't talk about your products. Talk about how you can help other people grow because people don't buy great products. They have better versions of themselves. And so start giving your knowledge away. Could, could you say that again one more time slowly? Because you dropped about 15 uh, nuggets right there. You said people don't buy products. People don't buy great products. They buy better versions of themselves. And so, so good. So what you should be selling is you should be selling other people how they could achieve their dreams. And, and you know, all the ideas, the best ideas that people spew today are basically built on the giant's shoulders, like Zig Ziglar, who said the same thing. You can, get, you can get anything you want in life by helping other people get what they want in life. That's right. So I think that, that sales has become a four-letter word. Service is the new sales. You should enter every engagement with the intent to serve that other human being, to help them grow. But you won't be able to do that if you're not top of mind. May West said, out of sight is out of mind, out of mind is out of money, honey. So how do you stay top of mind today in our overconnected, overcommunicated world? It's by becoming a trusted advisor, which means giving your knowledge away. You've forgotten more about your products and services than other people ever know in their life, people you sell to. So if on a daily basis, you just drip knowledge, and if you don't have the ability to write it, go I find people who inspire and educate you around your areas of products and of promise of your products and services and share their content, hashtag it appropriately, pound sales, pound marketing, whatever you're selling, and then attribute that person's name in order to not only get people who want to be better at those things, but also the audience of that influence and ideally the influence of themselves. And through that connection and conversation, you'll build your brand, you'll grow your network, you'll start being top of mind and magic will happen. But the problem with what I just told you is you're going to get overconnected, over communicated. You're going to have so many conversations. You'll need a system to manage it all. And that's what I build. So what I do is I teach people to fish and they figure out I actually sell a fishing pole which is a relationship manager that'll help you achieve your dreams in life by building connections that turn into mutually beneficial outcomes. Okay. So, so, and you already, I was going to ask you about the problem. You already hit the main problem with that is I know a lot of networkers and I know a lot of people who are dripping information. I drip information. Um, but a lot of the people who are like, whether, whether you're dripping the information, you're constantly putting the content out, or at least you're connecting. Um, I can think of a few really close friends and colleagues who are big time networkers, meaning they're all relationship though, right? They're always asking, how can I serve you? How can I help? Hey, I know someone who you asked about this and I can connect you with that. Like they're not trying to sell. They're always trying to serve. But the biggest problem I run into is I don't have a capacity for that at all. Like I have I can barely keep up with like the small promises I make, the clients I already have as far as like, you know, deliverability and things like that and staying in integrity. So when it comes to new people, I love the idea of, you know, the, uh, let me do a webinar and have some new clients come on or let me go do a speaking gig and have some new prospects and clients and people come join me. But the idea of genuinely building relationships is positive because I want to do that, but daunting because I genuinely feel scared that I don't have the time. 
So how, like, that's my problem is I'm not going to go on there and do what I should do. Tell me about this whole platform that, cause it looks interesting, nimble. And just, you guys can go, if you're not driving right now, go over to nimble.com. We'll give you something more about it. And I'm not even really trying to plug this. I'm like, I'm, I'm just interested in it and I want to find out if I'm going to use it for my business. So if it's okay with you, John, I want to ask you some real questions like about it yep. and make sure I can use it and see if you can convert me, brother. You bet. I'm open. I'm All open. Right. <laughs> right. Did you know that these people to sell to are salespeople? Always. <laughs> They're my favorite clients. Look yeah. at me. So, so let me, let, let me just lay it on you. So today you have contacts in either uh, Gmail, G Suite, Office 365, uh, some sales, marketing, custom service, and accounting app could be QuickBooks, MailChimp, Infusionsoft, whatever. You've got contacts and silos across all those different places. And what Nimble does is it automatically unifies them all into a singular whole, whether you're an individual person, and I think everybody needs a personal CRM, or your business. And so today, I have an Office 365 account, I have a Gmail account, I have a G Suite account, I have an IMAP account, and then I have all the contacts strewn everywhere. And when I connect with somebody, I don't know who they are, I don't know what their business is about, and I don't know the history of interaction unless I had Nimble which automatically unifies all of those contacts together, enriches them with people and company data so I don't have to Google them, I nimble them, synchronizes every interaction that the team and I have, and then wherever I engage, I just bring Nimble up, whether it's inside an email or Twitter or LinkedIn or a Forbes article, I nimble that person and the nimble record comes up and gives me the context and insights, the history of interaction, the background of the person, I can walk in their digital footprint, and the ability to take action because you and I had a conversation before we started recording and I suggested I make an intro for you to a dear friend of mine for you to interview. What did I do? Nimble sitting here in my browser and I basically just scheduled myself a task to follow up and do it. And that's where we fail is because you work for the serum today. You have to Google people and go log what you know and you did. And then you go and engage wherever you can, email and social and mobile. And then you got to go back to the CRM and log it. And I think that you work for the CRM. It doesn't work for you. And that's the reason they call it Salesforce. You have to force salespeople to use it. <laughs> they call it Salesforce because you have to force salespeople to use it. And this is, you know, on, I have a branch of the company that we do leadership and corporate consulting and culture and processes. And, and my partner in that, so fascinating, you know, he always, he's an AI guy. And he says that, you know, when it comes to the technology and the new systems, they're always only as good as how the humans interact with it. And you can have the best tech, you can have the best process. But when you come to the actual culture, the culture is what people are really doing, where the tech or the process is what they think they should be doing. It sounds to me like you just like laid out my entire life, which is, hey, I know we have the CRM and I know we want, like we do orders through there and we send broadcast emails and do the basics. The, the CEO and founder, uh, is it Clayton, Clay? Clayton, yeah. Is, is, is a good friend of mine and I respect what he's built. Uh, but it really started out as a, um, as a web-based ordering system with email and they sort of threw the CRM in and it's- And now they're adding more and more things in, like, you know, they competing with ClickFunnels, now let's add in a landing page or it's just a, becoming a hodgepodge of things. They did a really good job of getting influencers and speakers to adopt it by gifting it to them, et cetera. But, yeah. but the thing is, is this, 
Traditional CRMs are not relationship managers. They're reporting managers. CRM stands for customer reporting management, not customer relationship management, because it's not designed to help you engage. It's basically an automation system for capturing leads, drip nurturing them, lead qualifying them, and, uh, and doing an order. But really, you do more contact management. And the thing is, is that Goldmine, because it was Outlook and Salesforce before either existed, everybody in the company lived in it. And it was really designed to empower the customer-facing business team member. What happened was Outlook copied what Goldmine was from contact management, and Siebel and Salesforce copied Goldmine for what it was on the CRM side, and, and contact management and CRM became split. And so you live in Outlook or G Suite, whatever you use, Office 365, uh, now social, and then you go to the, you're supposed to go to the CRM to feed it and to log it, and you don't do it. And even if you right. did it, it's twice as much work. Well, the data would decay because even if you Googled me and went and logged who I am and what my business is about, I change, my company changes, and 60% of your time is wasted logging stuff that you shouldn't do. The computer should do all that. So you could you could do the most important thing a salesperson can do is listen. Because if you simply listen to the customer, you will find a way to add value, even if it means recommending a competing product. But if you do listen and you do add value to every business engagement you do, magic will happen in your life. And to do that, you need a platform that works for you automagically. And that's what we built. Automagically. So one of the things you just mentioned too, John, is it sounded like the where the breakdown is, is when I bring... So in social media or in where they live, right, where they're interacting and where people are, are dynamically changing and becoming who they are the next day and the next day, mm-hmm. that's active and dynamic. But the CRM that we're probably using is static. So I have a field. I'm going to go find it. Go, oh, you're a project engineer. And I'm going to log that. But tomorrow you could get a new job. Yeah, but, but plus, you, CRM plus, plus you, won't, you won't do it. You, 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 Matt, you won't, you won't type. Well, let's pretend, let's pretend I'm a type A uh, driven individual and I actually would, which I wouldn't, but let's pretend I am. Even then, the moment something changes in real time, you have to uh, manually update again because there isn't a feedback back and forth. The CRMs are, are, are static and they don't change. And, and relationships are messy. They, they, they happen organically. So you were talking about how you recognize that intelligent people today build brands uh, or avatars, identities on the key places where their customers and prospects and influencers having conversations. Today, maybe that's Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram. Then they drip content. And I call that dripping uh, lures in the social business river. And ideally, when the people bite on that, they reel that in and they start a conversation. Well, the conversation could start someplace soft like Twitter, and then it might shift to uh, email and then to a LinkedIn connection and then to a calendar invite and then to a face-to-face. But if you do all that right, it shifts to places like Facebook and Instagram because I think that those are the softer places in life where people share their commonalities and build what I call relationships, capital R-E-A-L. And that's where connections get deeper. And you need those deep connections for when a delivery doesn't happen or the pricing, if I'm a competitor uh, in yes. or whatever. Yes. Because if we have a connection, you're going to pick up the phone and you're going to say, John, we have a problem. And because we're friends, let's see if we can fix this as opposed to just like shutting me down. And so that's why you need relationships. That's why you need a system. And that's why that system should follow you wherever you're having these conversations. I'm going to tell you how I got Disney as a customer. 
So I share content on a daily basis to inspire and educate other people about how they can better, smarter, faster in around the areas of promise of my products and services, which is social sales and marketing content. So somebody uh, started talking about me on Twitter saying, uh, somebody basically posted from Salesforce, an executive said, CRM isn't about command and control, it's about empowering customer facing business team members. And this guy said, bull, sh- bull crap, it is about command and control. When are sales managers gonna loosen their grip? And this is what John has been building and teaching with Nimble. Now, because Nimble listens to people talking about me, my team, or my brand, and then enriches them with people and company data and surfaces the people that match the DNA of people I should connect to, it popped that guy up. And I was able to then go into the Twitter stream and Nimble automatically built a record and told me that he was a head of data and serum at Disney. But not only that, but he gave me his email and his phone number. Now, you shouldn't email or phone somebody out of the blue, but because of the way he talked about me so dearly, I was able to respond more effectively in the Twitter stream. Then I sent him an email right from the widget that sits in Chrome uh, in my Twitter stream, the Nimble app, and said, hey, um, thanks for uh, the kind shout out. Uh, I'd love to connect and learn more about you. He sent me a uh, LinkedIn invite. The conversation shifted to LinkedIn messaging where Nimble still operates. In there, I learned that not only does he live in my town, but our daughters go to the same school. So I invited him for breakfast that weekend because I think the more digital we get, the more human we need to be. And I sat there and listened to him for 30 minutes. Matt, if you actually listen to somebody, they'll fall in love with you because we're all desperate to be heard, seen, wanted, and loved. And in that 30 minutes, I learned everything I needed to know to add value and he, I added some value and he asked me about me and what I do. And I shared that. And now not only are they customers, but he's an evangelist for us. And that's the dance of life today across the various channels of communication. And to do that effectively, you can't use grandpa's serum. Now, look, man, this sounds like a dream come true. So you're, you're on Twitter and this is what happens. Someone like, I'm, I'm on Facebook. And I don't even notice so often. That's one of my biggest problems, right? So I'll look, the notifications come through. So many friends, so many followers, et cetera. I'm not on it every day. But you're saying that a notification came through because you got tagged or mentioned in something first off. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. So I hear that someone says, oh, Matt Browning is a, you know, he's good at podcasting or he's an NLP guy or whatever. So now I get notified that and I can go over to that Facebook thread and I can comment and engage, add value. But wait, how does this work with the with the coalescing of information? So do I now, so in your example on, on nimble.com, there's a Michaela as a sample person. Um, or I guess she's the she's a salesperson. But at any rate, um, do I now see somebody who put a thread and then go, oh, John Smith talked about me. Should I now add John Smith to my nimble? Is there an opt-in process or is this completely different in every way? How, how, does, how does he come in to, to be a contact and then how do I get all the other things connected? So let's to say that somebody, somebody responds to something I posted on Twitter, right? They're engaging with me. Yeah. They're not in my database right now. They're just, they're just a, their name. I don't even know who they are. And so what I do is I hover on their name in the Twitter stream and Nimble then automatically builds a complete record for them and I can add that record. Or because Nimble logs those things, I have a tab called Signals in Nimble that shows me the top contacts that I might want to engage with. And I'll just give you a simple example. 
I went over to your Facebook. That's amazing. And I see that there's a gal named Valeria Grunbaum. Do you know Valeria? Sure. Yeah. We used to volunteer on the fire team for Tony Robbins together. Like, Okay. Over so, 10 so, years ago. So, so I don't know Valeria, but I just nimbled her. I hovered on her name in your Twitter stream. And basically I see that she lives in Miami. She's a Keller Williams uh, person. Uh, she's an author and international speaker. And her birthday is December 18th. And, uh, and I basically did all that with in, in one second. Okay. And so now I guess this is the question is, so Valeria doesn't know who you are. You wouldn't, I wouldn't reach out to her. Like, but am I a nimble contact for you now? Like, would you have me as your contact? Cause we've connected. Yes. Yeah. And then how do you manage like what kind of communication? Cause obviously you're not going to send me probably like, uh, well maybe you would because now we're having the interview, but I don't know. Let's just say we talked on Facebook once. You're not going to start emailing me no. like a newsletter, which is old school marketing anyway. No. no. How does Nimble know the difference between these two types of people? Sure. Or does it even matter anymore? What I do is I set a stay in touch cycle button. Okay. And what and what it does is say how far I want to stay in touch. So if did you know that the majority of fuel of a car or a rocket is spent getting to velocity, getting to 60 miles an hour on the freeway, or getting out of uh out of the atmosphere, but yes. very little does it take to maintain velocity. So do you know the guy with the plates uh, on the pencils and the, in the, in the carnivals where he basically gets a plate spinning? He just sure. has to give that plate a little nudge to keep it spinning. And so what I do is for people that I'm, uh, I want to maintain a connection with, I set a stay in touch cycle. And uh, I can set that for every month, every quarter, whatever I decide. And then Nimble will track if I have, we've interacted. And if we haven't, it'll remind me. And all I might do is rather than sending you an email and saying, hey, Matt, have you tried Nimble or, or whatever? I might just go walk in your digital footprint and, uh, and comment on something like, Hey Matt, congrats on the the TV deal that you that you just did. That looks super awesome. Let me know if I can add some value in any way. Wow. Okay, so that would satisfy that task because right when you said that, I'm like, this is genius. But then I go, oh my gosh, now I'm going to have a to do list of 600 things long. Yes. But that's not necessarily how it works. No, and and you basically have to control how much engaging you do, right? You know, I'm a CEO of a global software company and, and there's a lot of things that, that take my time and responsibility. So I don't get to connect with, I mean, you can imagine how many connections I have, Matt. I mean, it's, 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 <laughs> it's probably up there. Let, let, let's, let's switch over. Okay. So that makes sense. And, and I love that it's not, Oh, now I got to send another newsletter or now I need to send an email to them or I got to pick up the phone. Sometimes you want to talk to them, but you don't always have to pick up the phone and have a long conversation with each person. You can go whatever their digital footprint is and interact where they are. And it could be as simple as a quick comment or a reply to something. Um, the other thing I see on here that I'm really excited about is it looks like there's also this sales tracking um, and I love what it says, you know, in the example demo on your site, it shows $125,000, one from 11 deals last month, and then it shows new contacts and so forth. And then it looks like there's different things like Hootsuite, Microsoft, FlexJobs, these different places, and it shows how many sales came from where. Can you talk a little bit about how that integrates and how we track 
um, the relationships into actual clients? So Matt, I think that um, the whole point of building connections isn't to get a LinkedIn connection or business card. Uh, I think that the reason that, well, I'll tell you the reason I connect with people. I truly believe that we're on this planet to grow our souls by helping other people grow theirs. And so what I try to do when I'm with other people is I connect, I'm present, I listen, I learn, and I find a way to add value, even if it means uh, giving them my presence and leaving them with a smile. Um, but ultimately, that doesn't pay the bills. And, uh, and people need to connect and turn that into some type of conversion. And I call it a measurable, mutually beneficial outcome, because ultimately, I think it should be a two-way street. But Nimble enables you to do contact management, but then there's also the sales and marketing side. And so, uh, so Nimble has some really great tools to do templated email outreach with tracking and a one-to-one, a one-to-many way. But ultimately, all that connection and conversation should result in you proposing some type of business opportunity and tracking that till it closes. And so we have a thing called uh, deals, which essentially allows you to create an opportunity or a deal where you could forecast the amount, the close date, the probability, as well as who is involved in the decision-making process, because typically there's not a singular person that's involved in the process. There might be a financial buyer or a product buyer, multiple people at the company, and multiple people on your team that are working on it. And so you could then move these deals across these pipelines that you define, and you could even have multiple pipelines. And I'll give you an example why you'd have that. So at Nimble, we sell direct to customers. We also sell through resellers, but we're also connecting for purposes of other measurable outcomes. So at Nimble, we connect to editors, analysts, bloggers, influencers, third-party developers, investors, advisors, and prospects and customers for a variety of reasons. To um, to get people to talk about us in, in PR and print, to do biz dev relationships like with Microsoft who just signed a global reseller agreement with Nimble. So basically Microsoft is my global reseller. They're walking us in their top distributors globally. We've signed 30 of the top uh, 50 global distributors and over a thousand resellers in six months. And so you can define pipelines for those different types of engagement and stages and then report on all that as you move people through and then after you sell them something, there's an implementation phase and you can use that same process for the implementation as well. So when I'm looking at deals, this would be similar to maybe something else as uh, what I use is they call an opportunity. Yeah, it's the same word. So basically you're forecasting a deal, you're forecasting opportunity. It's all the same word. It's basically opportunity management. I, I love that. Okay, so then, and that would be great to actually track that more because I have no idea how many opportunities I'm sort of in the middle of conversations with. Some, I do a lot of like individual sessions where, you know, we walk through trying to help someone do what they want to do. And then if there's some a way I can help them do it, I go, well, here's, here's this program or that program. Um, but then sometimes it just tracks on and I don't want to be that person like the last thing I want to do, I don't, I don't want to be the person who's like, Hey, are you ready today? Oh, you're not. Then bugger off. And I'm going to go find someone else. Like I want to build the relationships. Cause I know that over time, some people are ready now. Some people are ready next month and so forth. Um, do you also like process orders through here? No. Or is this, and there's no need to do that. 
No, we we integrate with, uh, so Nimble bidirectionally synchronizes with 200 SaaS business apps. So we not only, we're not only a simple CRM and contact manager on top of Office and G Suite, but we also integrate with your existing so sales, marketing, customer service, accounting uh, systems. So we actually will bidirectionally synchronize with Infusionsoft. So you don't even have to stop using Infusionsoft. Basically, oh. Nimble will plug right into it. And if you use G Suite or Office, we plug right into that. And if you use QuickBooks, we plug right into that. I see MailChimp, Zendesk. So we integrate with whatever tools you have to provide the ability for your entire team to engage effectively because it's teams that wins games. Man, that's outstanding. Well, I cannot wait to uh, to dive into this a little bit, man. I sure appreciate it. And I appreciate your time because I know we've, we're we getting up there right now. And as we kind of wind down, um, you have something, uh, a way to check this out. I know, guys, go to nimble.com. And then if you go to slash offers slash grow faster, and I'll have that in the show notes. If you subscribe to the podcast, it'll be right there. Nimble.com slash offers slash grow faster. Um, and you can get a, a free extended trial of Nimble. So I think it's a 30 days. Is that right? Tell me about that. Yeah. So normally it's two weeks. We're going to give you 30 days. And if you like what you're seeing and want to become a subscriber, when you put your credit card in, use the code JON40, John40, to get 40% off your first three months. And, and man, I want to tell your audience that Nimble isn't just for the business. Really, Nimble's really best for the people that are engaging on behalf of the business and especially for any individual business person listening. So even if your company forces you to use Salesforce or Dynamics or whatever tools that they have, you could still use Nimble personally because I think you should all have a golden Rolodex. Your network is your net worth. Your brand and your network will help you achieve your three P's in life, your passion, plan, and purpose. And so you should all be using Nimble personally. And if there's anything that I can do to help you grow, please reach out to me. You can Google me, J-O-N-F-E-R-R-A. You'll, you'll find me all the places you want to connect with me. And you should Google yourself because I think people are going to Google you and you want to make sure you're up at the top of those pages. But I'm going to make it super simple for you. If you want to connect with me, my email is J-O-N at nimble.com. Let me know how I can help you grow today. J-O-N at nimble.com. That's John Ferrara. This is awesome. Um, so I'm going to try it out, man. I'm, I'm going to jump in. And is this something I should get just for me and salespeople and speakers? Or is this something that also like office managers and people like everybody. that, everyone should be on it? Yeah, man, because everybody in your team touches your constituency throughout the cycle of your company's engagement, right? You yeah, have yeah. people that, that called me up and, and set up this, this call. You have people that do invoicing. You have people that... that that book your uh, speaking engagements and all these people are interacting with a lot of other people and you should all be on one page. So it's everybody. So everyone, so I love that. So even the accounting people, either customer service, especially people, they get on Nimble. And then now when you get that Zendesk email, let's say, and someone says, I'm mad about something, you can go plug them right into Nimble and you know what's going on, you know where they've been, you know who they know, um, all of it. And it might even I'll bet it'll fill out a much more full story too about right. what they're even asking. So I'm sure it's going to save a ton of money too and, and uh, upset and, and lost sales as well because you can fix things easier when you know the person, right? The best thing you can deliver to your customer is an amazing experience. If you can align the promises you make to the experience that you deliver, you could build a gold mine. I know I did. Oh, this is awesome. John Ferrara, thank you so much for coming by, my friend. Matt, it was a pleasure. Uh, Thank you for inviting me and um, make it a great day.
All right, guys, that is John Ferrara from Nimble. Check out nimble.com. This is uh, just awesome stuff. So I am looking forward. I'm getting my trial. Remember, it's a 30-day trial you can get. Um, and I get nothing for this. I want to point that out. They, they could. I'm sure there's all sorts of things. But I'm a big, big fan of putting the best stuff out there for you. And this is what they offer to you. It's nimble.com slash offers slash grow faster a free extended 30-day trial of nimble.com. Use that along with whatever else you're already using. If you like it, extend it for another three months to really dive in and engage for 40% off the first three months. Um, and it's very affordable too. So when you check it out, you'll see uh, how affordable it is. Follow John at John V. Ferrara at LinkedIn uh, and John underscore Ferrara at Twitter and you'll see all the stuff he's doing. So thank you so much again to my, my guest, John. And guys, thanks for listening to The Purpose Driven Entrepreneur. I suppose we're the driven entrepreneur now that's been rebranded for about six months. I should remember that. Thank you for listening to your cars and your homes and your gyms, wherever you are. Subscribe, rate, and review to the podcast so I can keep giving you all of this content dripping out to you just because I love you and I want to improve and enrich your life. Get out there as usual and crush it. <laughs>